Hello and welcome to the Golfing Greenkeeper podcast. I'm your host, Steve Smith. As you already know, no doubt, and you're probably wondering, why are you hearing me on a day that's not Thursday? Well, I have a new segment to bring to you, and it's with my partner of the podcast, Australian Turf Analysis, and this segment is called New Technology. This is episode number 43. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Golfing Greenkeeper podcast. And we're just going to kick something out a little bit differently here. I'm, I'm going to start a whole new segment. Why not? Why not throw it in right now? I'm going to do one. I'm going to call it new technology. And basically what I want that to be uh, uh, something for you to listen to, something for you to hear about is new technology that's coming into the green keeping space, coming into maintenance on golf courses, and how that new technology helps us green keepers and helps your clubs maintain your golf course better. And all sorts of things are becoming more and more available in the world of technology. So look, it makes sense from, from where I sit. Why not just start a conversation with our partners of the podcast with Australian Turf Analysis? I've got John Legg on the phone here. Welcome, John. Hey, mate. How you doing? I'm doing very well, mate. Thank you for taking the time out to join with me on this brand new segment of the podcast. I'm, I'm really interested to pick your brains about this one and, and, and hear a bit about your technology because it is quite unique, isn't it? Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, um, it's definitely it's something that's been around, well, for a while. But I think in its early stages, it wasn't really, you know, quite, quite up to the job. Uh, but in the last few years, as technology has advanced, um, it's definitely made it, I would say, it's reached a level now where, um, you know, that I'm happy with, where we can actually provide, you know, a good service to, you know, golf courses, race courses, any, you know, sport ovals and things like this, anything that has a large area of turf um, and people who who maintain that. Mate, let's just, you know, your Australian turf analysis is the business name. And what we're talking about here in the tech world of things is is you are you have a drone service that's an aerial survey service for, for turf surfaces, for sports turf surfaces. And one of the taglines I know that we, we've used in, in uh, your branding on the podcast, for example, is aerial technology for sports turf management. Tell us a little bit about what that means and how your your service works with this drone? Yeah, okay. So basically what we do is, um, you know, the reason that using the drone is so beneficial is um, it obviously covers a large area very quickly. You know, we can go to, to a good height in the sky and um, basically cover a large area in, in a relatively short space of time. So that's why, you know, it is good for, for larger areas such as golf courses, race courses and things like that. And then what we do is um, we've actually got a, a sensor attached to the drone. Um, and that what we do is we plot it. It covers the whole area. And then um, what that does is it actually captures five, five bands, really, which is blue, green and red. So RGB, it catches a uh, red edge and near infrared as well. And so it catches all these different light levels um, that we don't see, you know, individually. And then it processes all that. It captures all that data. And then um, what we do is we, we then process it afterwards. And it, what it does is it can actually, um, you know, show you, um, the, for example, like the photosynthetic activity of the grass, um, how stressed it is. And it's just basically a great indicator of, of turf, turf health in general. 
So what you're talking about, it, and I've been fortunate, I've come out with you and seen you on site doing one of these surveys, and you talk about covering a large space really quickly. I think it was only a couple of hours or maybe not even that, that you did a whole 18 holes in, in Western Sydney, southwestern Sydney when I was with you, and I was gobsmacked at the speed that the drone can fly, I thought it would be doing like walking pace, if I'm being honest. I mean, you're talking about capturing the, the, the leaf surfaces of the area, and these are different light levels that we that our human eye can't pick up really, isn't it? That's sort of what yeah, you're that, capturing. Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly what it does, and that's what gives us, um, you know, not only is it, is it quick, um, and, you know, we can do, you know, we basically put in the whole whole boundary of the area that we want to do, what, whatever surface it might be. So, I mean, we're talking about the speed of things and, and you plot your boundaries. It's all GPS tracked, isn't it? I mean, the, the, you on your, on your map of the, the ground that you're looking to survey, you, you've got you're able to plot boundaries. So it doesn't it doesn't read over things. You, you're not taking, you know, a scanning of you know half of the suburb down the other end of town. It, it really is very site-specific and very calculated in the way that the drone operates. It's, it's almost like it's on some type of autopilot system, yeah, I suppose. Is there some sort of a technique that how that works? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Obviously, we we have to, you know, we're, we're flying the drone and we, we, we monitor it and everything else, but it's all pre-programmed. So, you know, for example, if we take, you know, golf course A, we go along to that area and, we basically we've got software we can plot the whole perimeter of that golf course or the area that they want surveyed and um and yeah we we basically select the parameters we select the height where it's going to go the overlap of the sensor so that we can get as much information as possible and then and and off it goes it goes off and and, and does it all itself um you know which eliminates any human error really it means that we cover every single every single inch that uh, that has been requested by the client and, and that's part of the thing like it would you know as much as these things are piloted by yourself you're a licensed drone pilot it really is and, and this is what i'm trying to i suppose get across having seen it in action right and this is the funny part so for anyone listening when you when you see something like this work if you get if you get john out to your course to, to do the service to get this information for you so you can see the turf health of your site you're going to see this thing function in a way that it's it's so robotic and so specific and the way that a gps tracked out is mind-blowing and how perfectly run the pattern is in it and it works on like the most efficient path doesn't it yeah absolutely yeah that's what it does it, it works it all out itself so you know it factors in a lot a, a lot of different environmental conditions and then it it, it it plots itself essentially so that it's done as as soon as possible and and then obviously, like we were saying before, what it does is it captures all those those different bands. And because they're, you know, they're light levels that we can't see, that's what gives us the capability, though that's what gives the drone the capability to actually pick up on the different stress levels uh, and the condition of the course that we actually can't see, you know, with the human eye. So, you know, we'll look at the data afterwards. We'll look at the mapping that it, that it does for us. And uh, we can see areas that, you know, with the human eye would would look fine, but you can actually see, you know, may need a little bit of work or is on its way out or isn't doing as well as, as the rest of the course. And, you know, 
for whatever reason. And then that can be, you know, that gives us the information or gives the, the superintendent the information to, to make, you know, an actionable decision and manage it accordingly before it becomes an actual problem or before any, anyone can, can actually see it. And really, like you say, when you're talking about that sort of stuff, we we would literally wait for the leaf to start to curl up, to show physical signs as a superintendent. We know those physical signs to look for. We'll start to see the turf leaf. It might change physically. It might change colour. It might start to, to physically move. It might curl up. It might droop out. We're looking for some of these physical signs and symptoms. That's our skilled, trained eye. Mm. But you're talking about different light levels that we we literally, we're blind to, we can't see. So uh, this NDVI lens that, that I know I've mentioned as part of, you know, what the capabilities are, the uh, hardware of the drone itself, uh, tell us a little bit about that lens. Is uh, This is something, we can't just go and pick it up off a shelf and put it on my drone that I got from JB Hi-Fi. I mean, this is, this is some yeah. pretty heavy stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, you know, it's been around for a while, Um used to like it started off in the in the farming world and for crops and everything else but then as technology got better it was um a lot more precise and so could be used for 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 you know for for things that i use it for um and basically yeah so the ndvi which is normalized difference vegetation index uh, that basically gives you a health level for you know essentially every inch of of the course so uh what it does is it, it measures the uh, well, various things, and then it processes processes it together. But it measures the uh, the reflective qualities of the turf, so that knows then how exactly how healthy or, or unhealthy it is. So you know, if you've got say a, a grading of say zero to to one, you know, it'll go. You know, it it can it would say like you know, oh this 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 area of grass is 0.5. This is 0.6. This is 0.7. You know, so it, it really does go in that level of accuracy of how of how healthy or stressed that turf is so you know you you can have a fairway that looks you know that looks great uh, but what it'll do is it'll pick up on areas that might look great now but it won't look great in a week you know that's that's the advantage it gives you you can study this you can look at it. it's a very easy to use it puts it all on a, on a very easy to use like digital map for you and you can actually see okay well that area doesn't look doesn't look too good and you know you can go out and, and treat that area before it actually becomes a, a a bigger problem that will be more expensive and more time consuming to fix well i i assume like when i when we first got in touch with each other and we were talking about what your service is and the and this technology and the way that it functions and i'm i i'm sitting there going how good would it have been when i was superintendent to have something that can identify something I can't see, but it, it's it's identifying areas of concern. It, it really, in a sense, like you said, there are areas that are stressed out. It's not saying what the reason is, but it's saying to you as a superintendent, the areas in the, I think there's red colours if they're of concern to be, mm. you know, unhealthy areas on those maps. We're going to go out there and we're going to look at it and we might just know that that surround coming in from the right-hand side, for example, might have some sort of pest coming in mm -hmm. underneath it and damaging the roots. Now, that's not going to take effect for maybe three or four days, but we can see that from this and we can get out there and, and do some, some physical inspection and go, wow, that's earlier than normal on the calendar. We wouldn't see that for another two weeks, two months or two weeks. Or Do you know what I mean? So I suppose is that kind of how some people you've got a number of clients is that how some people are using these your service absolutely 
at the end of the day, the, the you know the superintendent or the, the the turf manager, the track manager, they're the experts. You know, they 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 know they know their turf and their 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 sports area better than anybody else. So nine times out of ten, they'll know what the issue is. But what this does is this tells them that the issue's there before before the, before the, the the problem happens and before they can see it for themselves. If you know what I mean, so it gives them a head start. It basically, you know, if there's a certain area where they go, okay, well, that doesn't look too great on the survey, and then they'll go, oh, I'll, I'll know why. You know, I know why that is. They can make an actionable decision. They can treat it, and then it's it's never really become an issue. Yep. You know, if they haven't waited to you know to to see it happen and then go, okay, I'll treat it now, and it'll take a week or two weeks or however long to to fix. You know, um, they they can just like nip it in the bud essentially. So, yeah. so, you know, those problems don't become something that's going to, you know, affect play or, um, you know, take up their time treating for much longer in the future. And you can kind of tailor your, you know, your practices and some of your, your maintenance strategies and, and, and your costs that are attached to using any products to go and deal with these problems. Yeah, um, you, you can tailor them too. It doesn't become a full blanket of, a, of the course or whatever the turf surface is to deal with, you know, the 5% chance or concern that it might come in. You can, you can maybe manage things more efficiently and there in turn, you can manage your costs more efficiently. Um, I, I'm reading all these things into it, mate. Like I said, I, I, I'm not a, I'm not a, I don't practice my green yeah. anymore. I'm not a super, but I can, I can think about how I would have used it, you know, 10 12 years ago when i was yeah. when i was on a golf course and, and these are the things that i go this technology would have been great like it's i love talking about these new advanced tools that are available to the industry so that you know managers turf managers can get out there and do mm. their jobs better you've just got the the latest and greatest things well that's Mate, the thing. I, like you know you were saying then about you know about efficiency and you know having having the, the whole course there you know on on your on your desktop or your laptop or your ipad or whatever you're choosing to use you can survey the entire area of your course in you know in minutes and then you can see areas that need you know that, that interest you or highlighted to you so you can you know you can then focus on them you can zoom in on them you can take a look you can look at those areas specifically you know there's different on the software that we use and the program that we give to people to you know for their accounts they they, they, they can specify what areas they want to look at, you know, whenever, 24 hours a day, you know. So when it comes to efficiency, that's one of the, one of, you know, one of the big advantages of this software. They really can just, you know, look at their whole course in a matter of minutes. So, okay, let's talk about that. Let's dive into that side of it. Now, you go and conduct a survey. It's going to take a couple of hours thereabouts for you to do it. Yeah, you know, when I was, I say when I was a superintendent, I'm not that old. Jeez, I tell you what, it feels like a, <laughs> I'm talking about new tech when I was a superintendent back in my day. I think you're younger than me, mate. So <laughs> <laughs> now I suppose I can I can think about what we used to do, and we if we had an area of concern um, that was a leaf problem, or, or we weren't sure if it was a, a disease issue, we would get leaf tissue samples. We'd have, we'd have one of our uh, scientific contacts come in. They would do the leaf tissue samples. They take it away, test it. You know, go and see what pathogen might have been behind it if it was a disease but now they've got to grow that out they've got to then identify what it is that takes days and days usually around a week before you get a basic identification of what it is sort of four to seven days you're going to do it in a couple of hours 
how long before the information is available for a superintendent or turf manager to see it after you complete the survey? Is it going to take us a week to get the info? No, it's usually, um, it's probably usually up on their account by about in about six hours or so. Six hours? You've done usually. So Um, let me, let me just try and understand this, right? I'm talking about a week in my day and that was 10 years ago. We're down to, let's, let's say it was a, a slightly larger golf course or an odd shape. I don't know what makes it longer. We're going to get it the next day, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll definitely get it the next day. You usually get it in the evening after I've done, you know, on this on the day that I've done the survey. But by the next morning, you've you, you've definitely got it. Um, some golf courses are definitely trickier than others, you know, down to yep. their shape or the topography of the of the course. But um, so the processing might take a little bit longer. But it never takes more than, you know, it never takes more than twelve hours to process it. So you'll always have it the next day. It's all so, there. And the good thing is, you know, that survey is up, you know, it's up there in 12 hours or whatever, but it then that survey is there for life, you know, it's there forever. So then, you know, you know, all of my um, clients are, um, you know, they're, they're regular, you know, they have regular surveys done. And so, you know, they, they'll, they'll log in on the morning and they've got every, every survey that's ever been done just right there in front of them. They just select it and they can take a look, you know, and so, you know, they can look at the latest one or they can look at one, you know, then they can compare it to one, let's say three months ago or a month ago. You know, if they did some work a month ago and then I did a survey yesterday, they go, oh, OK, let's have a look and let's see how that area is coming along. You know, if they've got a new product that they're trying out or, you know, they've done some, you know, they've changed uh, a, a, like a management plan. They can they can have a look and go, OK, let's see if this is working or not. And they can compare it and um, just easily flick between the two surveys and see if it's see if it's effective or not, or if they need to change anything, or you know, it's it, it totally. I mean, takes a lot of guesswork out of it. it. It does, and I'm thinking of areas that you can do, you know, um, you can relieve compaction out of. So, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking if we've got problem areas of compaction at the end of, of paths and around exit points of greens and that sort of stuff, just from the stress of wear and foot traffic. You know, you can go out there and attack those areas with a, you know, an aerating machine of some type. And then you can, you know, after a week after that, you can see that it's, if it's actually done what it needed to do, you, yeah. you're able to then assess what practice you've gone out and completed and say, this has been done. We know it got great results. Now let's go and we can, we can do all our big problem areas mm. because it, it was effective I'm just thinking, I used to take photos every six months of my golf course. That was my thing. So I'd go around at the same point, offer tees around the greens and take photos to see the turf surfaces. And albeit, you know, it wasn't, you know, I had an old school SLR camera. And like I said, this is 12 years ago, mate. The technology sounds like it's so old. But I would compare year to year. So for me, I'd sit there and go, okay, we're at October leading in, you know, coming into springtime, obviously, heading into summer, and I know which areas have got off to a great start with spring. And then I'd look at that the previous year and i go, okay, well, in 12 months, we've actually greatly improved those areas because they look so much healthier, you know, and there's other factors that you consider and you assess it based – that's how I would assess some of those longer-term plans. But you're saying that you can literally drag up the whole aerial image, uh, aerial photograph of the course that you've mm-hmm. done the survey, and flick between one and two, and you're looking at the whole golf course. Yeah, not absolutely. Just one. 
and that's, that's and that's that's the thing as well. So you can do that with with like with the data maps that shows you all the all the health and and everything else. But you can also do it. it what it also does at the same time is it actually takes um, high resolution like standard images as well, and then it stitches all them together. So you've actually got like just you know as as people would would describe it as just a, a photograph. You know, you've actually got all of those stitched together to show exactly how your course looked as well so you know even if you don't go into the data side of things if you wanted to see oh you know how did my how did my course look from 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 you know from above uh this time last year you can just click on it and you know you can see you can just see there how how different it was or if it's the same if it's better if it's worse you can see you know where foot traffic has maybe you know is damaging areas that you're not happy about or you know and just see how the how your management has has gone over the last 12 months you can definitely compare the two and then you you can always go back to them you know all of that information is always there just a click of a button that's that's awesome and that's an online you mentioned you have we have an account if someone uses your service you you create an online is it a cloud-based account secure with all that sort of stuff is that how that works yeah just log in? yeah absolutely so it's all it's all cloud-based like i keep we keep hard copies of, of everything. So, you know, people have got that forever, but it is in a secure cloud. And basically, you know, one of the, one of the things I like about it the most is, is just how easy it is to use. You literally, you just, you've got your own accounts, your own like little um, login on your desktop. You click it, you put in your password, your golf course or whatever it is comes up and, and it all, all the information is there for you. You just click on whatever you want to look at and it's, and it's there constantly it doesn't take up any space on your hard drive because it just drags it from the server and 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 that's it you're good to go you can look at it you know you can look at it online if, if you if you're not at your desktop um you can look at it on your ipad you can look at it on your laptop it's so easy to use and one of the other good things you know just while we're talking about the accounts is um it's actually got a like a a, a, a field report like a data report um ability like facilities right. so basically you just you just click on it and you can build a detailed report of your entire golf course very, very easily. Basically, it's just got, you know, it's got all the the icons that you need there to click on this, click on that. And it just puts them all into a into a um, into an online PDF that you can then just share with it with anybody. You know, so whether you're reaching out to, you know, suppliers or GMs or any stakeholder, really, if you want to share any information with them rather than. I don't know, having to do walk around courses and tracks and things like that, or if you've got any issues with anything, you can just highlight it on on this. You know, a picture paints a thousand words. It's got all the data. You can put the health data in there as well as photographs that it's taken in there. And you just go click, 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 add it to the to the um to the field report, and then just click send and it goes off to whoever you want. Man, I, I honestly, <clears throat> pardon me, I, I'm just thinking about convenience i'm thinking about ease of you you're almost making it simple yeah <laughs> i don't mean to sound a bit silly about it but that that all sounds like it's for from a user's point of view you've made it nice and, and simple or you know to to access all the info to be able to share it around i'm thinking in my head my head's going crazy at the moment mate. i'm thinking about the aerial photograph uh you know the image of vegetation management to understand how the trees have grown yeah over absolutely. time you know we you know, wanna, one of the things that we kind of pride ourselves on and one of the things that's very important to us is we're as uncomplicated as possible you know without making it sound 
we what we we rarely just want to turn up we do the survey and that's it you know we don't disturb anybody we don't disturb play we make sure that we are all of our parameters are managed so that we you know we don't disturb anybody um everybody's life can carry on we get the survey done we upload it it's there ready for you the next day and that's it you know we're always obviously there to you know for advice and to, to give advice and to help if there's any ever any issues but really you know, if there's one thing I've learned, superintendents are very busy people, you know, so. <laughs> very um, true. Yeah, you know, so you know, we don't want to be, a, we don't want to be an extra, you know, inconvenience, you know. Well, and that's, and that I'll be honest, sister. I'll be honest, that, that is quite important. I mean, you know, you, you talk about how busy a super is and they're always, you know, being pulled from pillar to post and, and you're literally managing a lot of things all at once and to have, you know, a tool that you kind of need to baby, it becomes useless without sounding stupid. It, 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 if we've got to be hands-on with it um, and it's arduous and it's complicated and, and, you know, whilst it might be great for a while, you'll sort of fall out of favour with it. But by the sounds of of this where you come in, like I said, I went and it, went, saw how it functioned, saw how it operated. One of the questions I've got is talk about ease of use. Does it affect, you say you come in to do a survey, you can get the job done. So I'm talking about golf. So say we have a competition on, do you have to organize to do it on a day when we have no golfers? Because let's face it, post COVID, most golf courses are pretty busy seven days a week now. now how, does that, how does that factor in? Yeah, so we, we, we manage it basically. We, you know, we'll, you know, we're fairly breezy in that respect. What we'll do is... You know, we'll contact, you know, the super and say, you know, look, we've let's say we've got a survey coming up in a, in a, in a week or, or whatever. Uh, we'll always ask, you know, whenever we set up with a golf course anywhere, we always say, look, what, what are your best days? You know, when are you when you'd prefer us to come, you know, non-comp days and things like that. So we'll always, you know, we always work around around the, the, the golf course itself and how busy it is and everything else. Um, but. It definitely doesn't, you know, we'll always pick a quiet today, but the, the golf courses definitely doesn't have to be closed. You know, we, we manage the way that we fly it and the way that we operate so that it doesn't disturb anybody. And so that, you know, we are within the, the, the parameters that we have to keep but golf can, can continue playing. You know, that's kind of, that's for us to deal with. Um, you know, we, we've never had any complaints so far, so it's working well. <laughs> So what I'm getting at is we don't need to make sure, like you said then, you don't need to close the course down for a couple of hours or we don't need to make sure it's vacant for, no. for a survey to be completed. You can come in under your, you know, your safe operations and your licensing and all those sorts of things to operate. You can still do the survey. Uh, one of the other things that jumps into my mind is obviously we know that there's um, golf courses nearby airports. I, I hear you know, you hear it on the radio, you hear it on TV about drones not being allowed near airports and all this sort of stuff. How does a place like, let's say, you know, East Lake over at Sydney or some of the East, I can talk about the Eastern Suburbs courses because they're near the airport. How do, Are you still allowed to survey those courses? How does that operate? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. One of the things that I've noticed is, you know, people love building golf courses near airports. <laughs> or um, vice versa. Yeah, yeah, I don't know which was there first. I don't know who to blame. But um, now we're, you know, we've like I've got an aviation background myself, and um, we, you know, we've got a good working relationship with with Casa. You know, we're all fully licensed, and so if there is a, you know, a client who wants wants us to do surveys, and they they do fall into an area where we 
require permission, then we obviously <clears throat> we do you know our due process. We get all of our permissions in place um, before before we do the um, before we do the surveys. And um, yeah, that's basically that's how we, uh, that's that's how we do it. You know, obviously everything we do is is um, authorized by by CASA and you know and golf courses that 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 need that authorization then we we ensure that we've applied for that before before we do the before we do the surveys okay that's cool so we don't need to see we're not going to get you know in a panic and have some sort of authority knocking on the front door of the clubhouse going you gm over here now that's it's, yeah. you, you do all that stuff and and if anyone engages you and they're nearby to an airport that's all covered we know that it's it's all able to function properly and it's again this is what I'm, I'm trying to learn is that it's something else that we don't need to worry about. And I think that's important that, that if you're covering that, all of a sudden it's another tick. As a super, I'm sitting here as a superintendent going, that's another tick, mate. So these are, these are all positives and I think these are a- a questions that I, I'm glad you're answering because I, I, I certainly want to know how these things function, which is great. Um, one of the other things I've got, and I, I'm, I'm just, like I said, mate, I keep racking my brain about all sorts of questions to fire off to you. Um, when you do an aerial survey and we're talking about the turf surfaces, I'm curious, do the trees get in the way of, of that data collection about the turf health? Is that, you know, the, the tree canopies, are we still going to see, because there are a lot of courses out there that, that have good, you know, um, I suppose there are a lot of uh, tree vegetation around the golf course and on the edges of fairways. Does that interrupt much of the surveying? No, not at all. Like, you know, yeah, I think every every golf course I, I do has got a lot of trees in it. And um, no, if anything, you know, you just see the health of the trees as well. <laughs> you know, you can see you can see how you can see how well the trees are doing, and you know, you can also compare your ca- your, your canopy covers over time as well. You know, so you know when that comes to you know tree management on your course that's a, that's a another another plus for the surveys really you can really see before and afters on, on those as well it doesn't it doesn't interrupt the data at all no that's that's cool and and I'm I'm thinking about you know how I would in my time use it like I keep saying it, it would be I'm I'm assuming it it would be used quite well to show areas like if, if I'm a superintendent I've been banging on about a space on the golf course that's just deteriorating you know small bits at a time you know month after month to the point where my committee that I'm talking to or, or the board aren't quite out there as much as I am to see an area of deterioration, for example, I can use the, the, the images and the data from the surveying to say, hey, guys, you can see clearly over this time frame that you might have you, you know, you might have done you know, four surveys or something, for example, and you can show them physically. Like you said earlier, picture paints tells a thousand – I don't even know the saying anymore. Picture yeah. tells a thousand words and – is is that how you could use it as well? Is that something that that people use it for to show mm. physically what's going on? Yeah, no, like there's been a, a a couple of times, you know, that I know of. I'm sure it's been I'm sure it's been more actually, but from feedback I've had from from some clients, you know, I know that people have definitely used this this information to get, you know, whether it be request requests for repairs um, or requests for you know removals of of trees and things like this. That they've definitely used that data to you know, to finally get it across the line, you know, they've been asking for something for, you know, months or years and, you know, it's always kind of been knocked back. But then when people are presented with, you know, the scientific data and also the pictures and everything else, and you can say, look, this is, you know, you want us to show why, we, you know, 
if they want to show why they want to do this, they can go look over the last six months. This, you know, we, we can show you the data, we can show you the images and we can explain to you much easier, really, why, you know, why we want to take these actions that we're, <clears throat> that we're requesting. And, you know, like I say, twice that I know of, it's actually managed to get quite big, um, quite big decisions across the line. You know, one was to counsel them, one was to, to a GM, you know, so that really helped them as well. Yeah. And ultimately, you know, it, it becomes backing up, you know, that that recommendation from the superintendent or whoever it might be to say, you know, this is the backup data. This is the backup information that you guys need to get it across the line for mm. the membership or for whatever it might be. You're not spending money just going, oh, look, we're pretty confident it's that's what's going on, you know, but you can sit there and, and the hard facts are there. You can go, this is what's going on, guys. You can yeah. see clearly this is the result. So I, I think that's very important and extremely useful to, to golf clubs and, and superintendents as well in that sort of side of it. Now, one thing that we have spoken about, I think, in the past, mate, is that it can capture levels like contours, is that something that, that, that you can do with the technology as well? Yeah, we can. We can if um you know if people if um if people request it, then it will do it will do an elevation map of the of the course as well. Um or of whatever area it is. Um that's just a little add on that we can, you know, we we basically, you know, if somebody says, Look, you know, look, mate, can we can we have an elevation map this 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 week as well? Then yeah, we literally just select that and then um it does it all at the same time and then when you log on and look at that survey there'll just be another box saying elevation levels and you click on that and there'll be an elevation map of of the course because I, I think you know i'm thinking about you know future changes to golf courses as they choose to improve their course they might you know uh, want to get someone in to to do a master planning or they might want to do it themselves or whatever it might be i'm just thinking of golf course construction as well and and in terms of that side of things you can get a contour or elevation plan of the site mm. and that it's helpful for other things just the same. And you can even look at, you know, how steep areas are or how flat they are and deal with water management, you know, surface runoff and where it's channeled to and all that sort of stuff as well. Look, mate, there's multiple uses that are coming out of this. I'm really excited. And I was when we first spoke, uh, this diving into what your services are and how they function and the details of, of how it works and, and the information that, that, that the users or the, the clients will get at the end of it, I think is is great to get those answers because I've been wanting to pick your brains about it. And I'm glad that now we've sort of opened that side of it up, mate. So it's it's yeah. really interesting, really insightful. And, and for me, drones are, they're, they're new, they are new tech. It's not, and it's important, I think, to point out that, you know, this isn't my $150 drone that I got from JB here in the garage, you know, at home. It's it's certainly, there's so much more to this technology. It is the, the top end of the spectrum and, you know, it correlates with that, all that software you've got in the background and how it, it produces all that data. There's a lot going on, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. And like you say, you know, it's obviously it is, it is high tech equipment. It is, it is, um, you know, top end, but, um, it's at the stage now, and that's why you know, w you know, we were recommended by by people in the in the industry that we should start doing it. Is it's reached that point now where the technology is there, so that the information that people get is 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 so accurate, um, it's so quick to get, and it's reached that point as well where it's easy to use. You know, for the at the you know for the user for the client, it's not you know you you're not just given a load of graphs or something that you don't really want to have to go through. 
and everything else. It's all there. It's it's, it's images. It's da it's data maps. So you know, it's it's it, it's it's reached that level now where it is very user friendly yet, you know, highly accurate. No, mate. Very very important. Like I've uh, I've mentioned a couple of times. I think if it's easy to use and you're you know you're reasonably fast in 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 and out getting the survey done. You spit the information out to us the next day. For example, all these things add up to a great service, mate. Tell us that you're you're going to have to tell us about where do you go, where, what areas are you servicing, who can get access to Australian turf analysis. Where where do you go to? Oh, I'd say everywhere really. You know, there's. You know we're we're fairly ambitious, and um, you know we don't mind reaching out. Like we're we're um, just starting to reach out to South Australia as well as as New South Wales. You know the good thing is we're we're you know we're very cost effective, so it's um, and that works both ways. So it's not too difficult for us to you know re reach out to other people for you know further than just Sydney and New South Wales. And, and, of course, you know, every site is unique and, and I'm sure the quotes to survey a golf course is unique, but it's you talk about being cost-effective. This is something that, that's not – you're not just – this isn't a, this isn't something that's a service that's only going to be available to you know the group one courses with the large membership closed gates you know exclusive golf courses with too much cash. This is something that you talk about being cost effective. Your service is available to any level golf course, really, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think um, the best way to say it is I think people are very pleasantly surprised when they find out you know how much. Um, this this would will will cost them now um, and that, you know look that's probably enough said maybe maybe it's just a case of getting people to get in touch with you mate we're, yeah. we're just uh, just get in touch with you how do we get how do we get hold of you mate i've talked about it in the in the podcast advertisements that i have for you being a partner of the golfing greenkeeper podcast at australianturfanalysis.com um is that the best way to get in touch with you through the website yeah just go onto the website and um you know our email address is there as well as well as a phone number you know just give us a call and we can have a chat about it you know there's no there's no commitment there's no no anything like that just um give us a call and and then you know see if it's something that people are interested in fantastic mate look john it's been so insightful talking about this new technology this is stuff that's oh, i don't like saying cutting edge in the world of green camera it's that's such a terrible uh, a way of saying it, but it is, but it is really that sort of leading edge stuff of uh, new technology, drones out, surveying turf health with different lenses and the like. But it's been really insightful. I appreciate your time coming on, and I hope that those listening, that all you guys out there, be it from the green keeping side, from the golf side, from club side, you, you've got a sense of some of this new stuff that's available for your clubs to get access to, to deliver a better product and to manage your your golf course better. So, John League. From Australian Turf Analysis, thank you very much for being on the podcast, mate. Appreciate your time. Thanks for having me on, mate. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. What a, an interesting little conversation that was with John Legg from Australian Turf Analysis. And that's the first interview for the new segment of new technology that I wanted to bring into the podcast. It's something that there's so much new technology out there, whether we're talking machinery, we're talking aerial surveys or turf health analysis or you know, there's different products available, whether it be fertilizers or different chemicals around. And there's all a whole heap of new science and technology that's involved in all of these different things that are available to greenkeepers and superintendents out there. 
this segment, I want to be able to bring that to you as an audience. And some of it's going to interest some people and some of it's going to interest other people. So it's just a, a way to show you what's out there and available and how much there is new research and new development into technology that's available into greenkeeping and ultimately how we maintain golf courses. So there you go, guys. Look, as always, I do say like, share, subscribe of the podcast. And if you did subscribe, that's why you got the notification that this segment was thrown in to uh, a new day of the week and I'm going to be bringing to you some more content, uh, some more information, some more segments of the podcast, some more things for you to listen to for your ears to get an understanding about golf, greenkeeping and architecture and there's going to be some new bits and pieces come out so it's not just going to be on Thursdays. If you do subscribe, you'll get the notifications to let you know when I've got some more podcasts coming out. So stay tuned, stay up to date. Like I say, please like, share, subscribe. And as always, do pass it around and please leave me a comment and a review because I do love to hear it. So, And feel free to get in touch with me on social media as well. Thank you very much for listening, guys. As always, you hit them clean, we'll keep them green. And I've got a new episode coming at you on Thursday. Oh, 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 oh,